a mesh mask. Say that five times fast. Mesh mask, mesh mask, mesh mask, mesh mask, mismatched. A mismatched mesh mask. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The B U D podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Podcast. It's the podcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 butter cups, butter cast, butter cast, butter butter. The B U D podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast. A B U D Welcome back to the Budcast, everybody. Uh, so this is actually pretty special because the day that this comes out on, you know, Thursday, as it as it always does, because I'm good about it, Thursday, March 25th. Um, today is Thursday, March 25th for me, too. So I'm recording it the same day that I'm editing it, the same day that you might be listening to it, um, because I care about you guys. I care about getting it out. And more importantly, I'm trying to really keep myself on a schedule. And that being said, this might be a short podcast today because I got shit to do. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what I've been doing. Um, so the last podcast came out last Thursday. And then Friday morning, I hopped on a plane and went to Florida, baby. That's right. I was playing, having fun in the sun. Uh, me and my grandma went together. A couple months ago, she looked at me and she was like, I really need to get the fuck out of Michigan, out of the cold would you go to Florida with me? And me being, you know, the great granddaughter that I am, not great granddaughter, she's not my great grandma, but you know what I'm saying? And the amazing granddaughter that I am, I was like, fuck yeah, grandma, let's go to Florida. Let's do it. So I've been hearing a lot of things about Florida as well, uh, that they don't really have any rules there. And boy, is that true. The anxiety that I had in Florida was off the fucking charts. Uh, now I'm, here's the thing. I don't give a shit about what they're doing. Whatever. Florida's their own thing. Hasn't it always been that way? Hasn't Florida always just been like, Hey, you know what? It's Florida. But Florida's going to do their own thing. Um, they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. And now, so Florida and Texas are very similar in the sense of like, yeah, not really any rules, but here's the thing is it's like in my head, I, it's up to me how I want to treat that. I can still wear a mask even though there are no mask rules and I can still be safe even though no one else is being safe. And that's what we, that's what we chose to do. That's what, uh, that's what we chose to do is do the safest thing possible. Um, but that being said, I'm terrified right now and I got tested for coronavirus this morning and uh, I'm staying away from my parents and quarantining myself in my grandparents' house. Um, and they're in Florida, so no one, they're in Florida. <laughs> And they're in Florida. They're in Florida because uh, they are what you call snowbirds. So they went down to Florida back in January and I stay here sometimes. So I'm just quarantining myself over here for the time being. And I'm not showing any symptoms or like anything like that. But you know my, my dad and how he's a splash of hypochondria, um, a dash of that and anxiety. And luckily he passed that on to me. So I'm just nervous, you know, I'm just nervous. And he's nervous. He's like, yeah, yeah, maybe you should not come right home. And maybe you should quarantine yourself for a couple of days. So I was like, yep, noted. Okay. All right. And I don't blame him because it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's fine. Let me just put it this way. Ready? <clears throat> Hop on the plane at Gerald R. Ford with the dream of the warmth again. Wake up in the land of sun and sex. Oh, 
am I gonna fit in? Hop out the Uber, feel the rays for the first time. Look to my left and I see the St. Pete sign. This is all so crazy. Everybody seems so ballsy at the resort and I'm feeling kind of homesick. No mass, it's making me nervous. That's when seven people got on the elevator and nobody was being safe. No one had masks on. No one was six feet away. So I put my mask on to stay the six feet. Coronavirus flies away. Holding my breath like, <gasps> closing my eyes like, yeah. So that's fun, isn't it? Hey, I never said I was a singer, so don't fucking come at me with how great my voice is. Uh, I can't really quite hit the same notes as Miley. All right, fuck with me. Sue me. Suck a dick, okay? <sighs> so let me, uh, I'm just, I'm gonna talk about my trip a little bit and we'll just see what happens. I went to Florida, um, hopped on the plane at Gerald R. Ford, like I said in the song. Uh, called an Uber immediately when we got off the uh, off the plane and went to the resort. The Uber dropped us off about a half a mile away from where we were staying, and I don't really know how because I typed it all in. And it, I will admit, like it was a total clusterfuck in that area because uh, we were staying like it was kind of like um, out on its own little. There's like the downtown area of St. Petersburg, and then there's like a couple bridges and shit. I think going to just it's like um what's it called uh it's just this patch of patch of land it's a it's its own entity it's like a motherfucker what is it called it's just like a, it's just like a piece of land that is out there that just is God, I was trying to like convince or compare oh my god what's wrong with me I'm stroking out I was trying to compare it to like when I went to Alaska and the Homer, the spit, where it's just like this piece of land that comes off of the mainland that just like it's out in the water and there's water on either side. Very similar to that in St. Pete and um, St. Pete Beach. It's just like a shit ton of hotels, very touristy. It's just a piece of land jutting out. Um, And that's where we stayed. So it was just kind of a clusterfuck with like a lot of cars and a lot of bullshit. And we went there was a patch of hotels that are all owned by the same company. So he had taken us to one that was kind of far away, um, which was fine because we didn't give a fuck because it was so nice out that like, whatever, we're just going to walk with our suitcases. So we get to the hotel at like noon and our check-in wasn't until four, but lucky for us, they were able to take our bags and whatnot so that we could go and enjoy our time, whatever. So I told my grandma, I was like, we should, before we give them our bags, like go and change into our swimsuits. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, well, we have no idea how long we won't be able to get into our room for. So we should just like, just in case, you know, because it it seems kind of warm out. And it was a little windy and slightly cloudy. And looking back on it, like that was one of the best days. So I don't even know why we were like, oh, it's windy. Like, no, it was completely fine. So we put on our suits, go out somewhere to find lunch um, at this really fucking delicious place across the street. And I shit you not, when we got there, <laughs> I the first thing I noticed, like it was kind of it was halfway outside, like there was a roof, but like there were windows all around it that not windows, but just like openings, kind of like a garage door window, if you will. It's like they had it was just like big and open and they had these things they could pull down. So it was well ventilated, you know, cool, awesome, because the amount of tables were in there. I was like, oh, you guys really don't have any like capacity limits. Like everyone's just fucking pushed together. So we get a table in the corner away from everybody um, and all the servers and bartenders were wearing masks. So like felt good about that. And then we sit down and then the first person that came up to take her order. That's when I noticed that like, OK, she um, I can see her teeth. I can see I can see her teeth in her mouth. And that's when I realized that. 
the mask that she was wearing, it was mesh. What? <laughs> what? Just don't fucking wear one. Like at that point, if you're going to wear, like, just don't fucking put one on. You look like an idiot. <laughs> a mesh mask. Say that five times fast. Mesh, 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 mismatched. A mismatched mesh mask. What? Why? What? Just don't fucking wear one. Like, because not only that, but that is false advertising, miss. You know, it's like, especially just being, you know, the hypochondriac fucking my dad's daughter that I'm not fucking my dad's daughter. I am my dad's daughter. Sorry. Sometimes I realize that I put the word fuck into places that aren't necessary. And that's just how I talk. And I talk like a dirty sailor. And I realize that. And if you don't like it, well, you must because you listen to my podcast. But I'm my dad's daughter. I'm a hypochondriac, just like him. Not as much as him, but I am. And so when I see that like people are in masks, I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better about eating there. But then when I walk in and then you get close and then I'm like, oh, I can see your fucking cavities. Like I can see your fillings. I can see your fillings. Then maybe like that's when I'm like, well, come on. Because from far away, it totally looks like they're wearing masks. And then they get close and I'm like, they're mesh. Just like, why, why even wear it then? Why are you doing that? So yeah, so we were kind of cracking up about it and also scared, but the food was delicious. We got lobster rolls that were fucking banging. And so then we go out to the beach and we're laying by the beach, by the pool, just waiting to get into our hotel. Um, I wore sunscreen. I put on sunscreen three different times. And that night I got burnt. I I'd got burnt before we even checked into our hotel. That's... You know, that's like uncommon, I feel like. Like I didn't, I didn't even put my bags away yet. They were just sitting in like a closet. So that was fun. The next three days, the sun didn't really come out at all. Um, it was cloudy every single day. And by like day four, my grandma's pissed. And she's like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, we're still eating really good food. We're still like wearing a bathing suit and laying out by the pool every day. So, you know, that's good. That's awesome. And she's like, where the fuck is the sun? I'm like, I know we came here for the sun, but I got burnt my first day. So like, that's OK. And I already have tan lines from that. And I'm chilling. She she was not as happy about it, though, because, you know, obviously we went there so that we could see the sun and feel it on our little bodies and it wasn't it wasn't really out. But that's OK. Um, the last day it was the last day the sun came out and my ass got burnt and my titties got burnt and I wore sunscreen a lot. And that's just that's how the cookie crumbles, you know, it's how the crumbles cookies and you just you get burnt and that's just that's where I'm at. But some exciting things. I finally got on, back on stage. To, I, maybe I am stroking out. Okay, I've had a lot of coffee today and I haven't eaten. And it's two o'clock and I haven't eaten. Fuck. I haven't eaten. I need to start smoking weed again, but I can't. Okay, so back to what I was saying. I did comedy for my first time again, which was awesome. And I'm really excited about it that I just like got back on stage. And I was so nervous. I thought that I was going to shit out a sea turtle and like in front of everybody. And they're going to be like, oh, my God, she's from Michigan. She just shit out a turtle. And it was just it was very nerve wracking. Um, but obviously, you know, like I said, the last podcast, as soon as I got on stage, it's like whew, every nerve just whisked away into the moonlight. And I did fine. I did great. It was a really good set. Um back on stage and something I realized in Florida and I mean I knew this in a lot of places or I guess I just kind of forgot that like comedy is very much like it's a male so there's a lot of testosterone a lot of penises that's at the first night that I did comedy there which was on Monday night at a place called Spitfire Theater 
it was a really intimate venue and it was really cool and the people there were really nice and there were like maybe two or three female comedians that were on the list out of like over 20 and so it's just like a lot of dudes you know um but to be honest like as soon as I saw the crowd or the other comics and like the age of them and everything I was like okay I'm gonna be fine because I had after doing my research online one of them said like you have to have a somewhat clean set and I was like well I'm fucked <laughs> like I have maybe one joke that could be clean but like all of my other like it's just it's impossible I, I just don't have a whole lot so I was really nervous about that because I don't I was worried I was gonna slip up and talk about you know sucking dick I don't know anything and that being said, um, that was my first time that my grandma or anyone in my family has seen me um, at like a club do comedy, which was fucking cool. Um, I did do comedy. I have done comedy in front of my grandma and in front of my family and some of their friends. Um, and it was in our garage at my parents' place. And we called it Stanton's Comedy Coop. So that was different. It was in a garage with a karaoke machine in front of like eight people. So that compared to like an actual club is different. So it was really cool that my grandma got to watch me do comedy in front of all these fucking dudes. And it was a lot of fun. And I felt really, you know, it was kind of awkward because I'm talking about, yeah, like sucking dick on stage in front of my grandma. And, you know, as soon as I said that, I looked at her and I was like, I'm really sorry, grandma. And then I introduced her to everybody. And of course, like everyone keeps calling her out because she's like the older woman in the crowd. So they kept calling her ma'am. <laughs> They kept saying like, right, ma'am, sorry, ma'am, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that was pretty funny. And it just made me laugh because I'm like, don't call my grandma, ma'am. Like, don't say that. Her name is Jilly Bean. Okay, Jilly. That's not ma'am. But she had a great time. And I swear, like beforehand, I was so nervous. And we went to a brewery to get a little beer um, beforehand. And I was freaking out. And then she started freaking out. And she said that like she needed to take some Tylenol because her neck was so tense. Um, just like she was getting so nervous for me to go on stage because the first like two comedians that weren't the host, the host was really funny. I liked him a lot. Um, the two first comedians that went up, uh, right before me, they didn't do great. Like, which is hard to open up a room. Like it's hard to start that off. And it seems like, you know, everyone knows each other and a lot of the people in the crowd were comics. So I get it. Like, that's a tough spot to be in as a comedian when they've all seen your work. So you're trying out new stuff. Um, totally get it. <laughs> so they didn't do the best. Um, put it this way. One guy, and I don't know how much truth there was to this. And I'd be mortified if you ever heard me talk about this. He had some like funny things he was saying, but then he started just like he brought up his ex-girlfriend that they just broken up like three months ago. And he'd made the comment like, you all know her. Like, you all know who she is. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Is she like a comedian? And you're like totally calling her out. And then he brought up like her new boyfriend, Keith. And he's like, you all know Keith too. And I'm like, oh, this is getting like really awkward. Also, that's my dad's name. So it was like funny for me. But it was just like one of those things where it's just like cringy to watch because you're like, I feel kind of uncomfortable. And you clearly still have a lot of feelings about this situation that need to come unpacked. And like you could, this could be really funny when you're not so heated about it, or like still hurt about it. But right now it's just like all of us are sitting there like, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh. so. Yeah, I went up like shortly after him. So my grandma's freaking out. 
And I definitely like, I mean, I think I cracked the room as they call it in the biz. Uh, finally got some laughs and that was just, it felt so fucking good to be on stage again. And I loved it. And yeah, that was fun. It was a good time. And my grandma was so proud of me, which was really cool. And she was like, you were so good. You were so, so good. And she, she said, um, I can't believe that you were so nervous before. Cause when you were up there, it was just like, you were talking to me in the kitchen. Like you were just telling me stories. And so that's really cool. And I'm so stoked. I definitely, I have the bug again. It bit me right in the butthole. And I'm really excited to start researching some open mics in Michigan. And I found that there are open mics, but they're just far away, (laughs) unfortunately. There's not really a ton of comedy going on in Grand Rapids, and I'm not really sure why. Um, There are a couple of improv clubs that I've found, but I honestly just need to meet some comedians from that area and just start dipping my toes and getting into it and see what happens. But so that's exciting. Uh, The next night I told my grandma, I was like, hey, this is the day that it was really sunny. Last night I was there and I was like, grandma, um, I... I love you, but I don't know if you should come tonight because I want to stay for the whole thing and stay there later and meet comedians and like see other people, you know, do some networking, see, see how things go. Um, and she was fine with that. Although she was not fine with the fact that the comedy club, it was 0.2 miles away from the hotel. So it was very close to the hotel, but she didn't want me walking back alone. So she was really sketched out by that and I get it. That's fine. You know, totally understandable. Um, but I went and uh, I told her I wasn't going to get gangbanged because if I was going to get gangbanged, it definitely would have happened by now. I'm living in, you know, Seattle by myself and whatnot. So it's fine. So we go, um, I go to the other comedy club. It's called Coconuts. And I saw some comedians that I'd seen the night before, which was cool. And I met one comedian um, and we'd had a pretty good conversation before the comedy show. And then um, he was going to leave and I asked if he wanted to like get a drink and talk more about comedy and whatnot. Um, just to, you know, meet someone in the area that's doing it and see what the scene is like there. If I ever want to come back, uh, which is funny because one of my family members, I was FaceTiming her, um, and she was like, Oh God, you're going to move to St. Petersburg next. And I was like, no, (laughs) I'm not as beautiful as it was. And I actually did really love the downtown area. There was like a lot of art and shit like that. Um, but if I make a move to another city besides moving back to Seattle, it's going to be like a big city for comedy and somewhere where I really want to fucking exercise those muscles, if you will. Um, and Austin, Texas looks like that's going to be the spot. Not that I'm going to move there because I don't really have any intentions of moving to like a new city that I've never been to. Um, because you know, don't know anybody. I need to have a lot more money for that because I'd want to just just do comedy. You know, I just want to fucking do my shit. (sighs) But, um, so yeah. So, and the funny thing too, is like when I say this out loud that like, Oh, I'd ask this comedian if he wanted to get a drink and he was like, Oh yeah, I drove, but we're going to have to go away from the resort area and go to like downtown, like 20 minutes away. And I just like hopped in his car and we go, you know, but he was, it's hard to explain that like this person was, you know, harmless. Like I knew he wasn't going to like cut me up and put, make me into a, like a lampshade. Like I knew that that wasn't, that wasn't going to happen with him. But then as I was telling like my friend about it, I realized that like, I was trying to like explain some of like his bits that he'd done. I was like, yeah, he talked about how he like killed his grandpa. And I was like, wait, 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 this like looks really bad. And she's like, and you fucking got in a car with this guy and he drove you like 20 minutes away from where you were staying. And I was like, okay, I know this seems, this seems like I totally would have been killed but like I'm not 
And I get, you know, and then I thought about it more and I'm like, okay, so notorious serial killers, because Florida is, can be a sketchy place. You like hear about, I'm going to talk about this in a little bit with like the little podcast news segment, but you know, you Google like f- your birthday and then type in Florida man afterwards. And cr- there's always a crazy fucking arrest story, whatever with a Florida man. And here I am just hopping in a car with a guy from Florida and to be fair, he wasn't originally from Florida, so it was fine. Um, and his name was Harmless. His name is Bob. Like, yeah, it's Harmless. Like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna kill me, right? There are no serial killers named Bob, right? I'm gonna look that up really quick because now I'm nervous. Serial killer. Okay, but at the same time, like, there's a famous serial killer named Ted, and like, you wouldn't think of. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a married conciliary serial killer in, uh, in Iowa. His name is Robert Christian Hansen. Okay, well, <laughs> funny for this guy. His name it was Bob Nutt. Oh, his nickname is Butcher Baker. He abducted, raped, and murdered at least 17 women in and around Anchorage, Alaska. Okay. All right. I'm all set on that. Um, yeah, okay. Maybe I should have been a little bit more safe. But the good news is he's not a serial killer. He didn't kill me. Um, and this is also the thing that I explained to my friend is that Listen, serial killers, they're usually, they're lone wolves. They're not really mingling with people. And like this guy saw him two nights in a row talking to other comics. People knew who he was. They, you know, they didn't necessarily see me leave with him, but they they knew he didn't, I don't think he would kill me. And also I'm the one that asked him if he wanted to get a drink. So I feel like serial killers are usually the ones to make, you know, the move to go do something alone. And that was me. So I feel like it was safe and it was safe. I'm just trying to talk myself into it now that it was totally safe and he's not actually a serial killer. Um, but yeah, it was dope. Just like hanging out with someone in the area and talking to them more about comedy and whatnot and going to a bar in Florida. Um, not that I didn't drink with my grandma. That's all we did was drink and eat. I mean, I didn't get like fucked up, but lots of pina coladas, lots of pina coladas. And I didn't have a lot of water cause I didn't have my big ass water bottle there. You guys, you know, the water bottle, if it's a gallon of water into it that I drink every day, didn't drink a gallon on this trip. Mm-mm. Mainly because I didn't want to have to pee a lot because I was nervous about like the public bathrooms there because I don't wear masks. No. So I should find out tomorrow if I have coronavirus. And I'm pretty sure I don't because I don't have any symptoms. But also, it's like, you never know. <laughs> you can't be too safe. So just getting, you know, anxious about that. But that's fine. Oh, let's see what else. God, there's something else I had to say. I got this really cute shot glass from there that has titties on it with a rainbow bathing suit. And you can see the nipples through the bathing suit. So that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I'm one of those people, I guess, that gets shot glasses. And I got a magnet that's a barefoot because, you know, barefoot and pregnant. You got to do what you got to do. But yeah, overall, it was a super fun trip. And there's something else that I had to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I didn't sleep very well on the trip. And Grandma Jill, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry for bringing it up. But we were laughing about it, so it's fine. Uh, my grandma snores a lot, but like, not like, like my parents snore and it can be loud, but like hers was like all night long and it did, it did keep me up. And I didn't tell her it kept me up because I felt bad because I didn't want her to also lose sleep like, you know, I was. Um, but yeah, it kept me up quite a bit and uh, love her to death. And you guys know I have that sleep app, so like I have recordings of it all. And it's like one night it said that um, there was snoring for four and a half hours. So like that, that's what I mean by like, there was a lot of snoring. Um, and so I didn't get great sleep. I was really, really tired. 
But last night I slept for like 13 hours. So we landed yesterday. We landed on Wednesday um, and I slept like a fucking rock because it was quiet and that was really nice. But I've been kind of tired all day. It's not because I have coronavirus. It's because I was tired. I don't think. Knock on wood. I got God, why? You guys always got me knocking on wood. I always talk myself into a situation where I have to knock on fucking wood. But it's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. I took a lot of really nice pictures um, with my Polaroid camera, too. I'll post some of those. I'm really stoked about that. I haven't been able to use that that much because I don't really do anything. So that was neat. Um, yeah. All, overall, it was a great trip. I'm really had that I left Michigan for a little bit, saw the sun, and I was just, you know, the usual depressed when I got back yesterday because as one gets depressed when they uh, leave vacation or a warm, sunny place and get back to reality. It's just, you know, you get a little sad. So I was just a little sad. Decided to have some of my weed drink yesterday. And I only had probably seven milligrams of it. And I didn't feel too crazy. Like I didn't feel too high, but it was nice to be high and not be in my feels about being back here. Um, Went on a nice little walk, talked to some friends. That was dope. And just, you know, living back to my uh, my Michigan life. So yeah, so really quick before I finish up, because I have to go pick up soybean from school. Um, soybean is my little brother. Soy sauce, soybean. His real name is Sawyer. I don't know if you guys have ever heard me talk about, you know, my nicknames for him or him, um, especially if you're a first time listener. But moving on to the podcast news segment. Okay, this one I decided to pretty much just look up uh, stories about Florida because I, you know, I was just there. And now that I'm back, it's like, oh, I have one other thing I wanted to say. Okay. I almost smoked a cigarette when I was in Florida. (sighs) I didn't, but I wanted to so badly. And this is when I wanted to. It was right after I got the stage of doing comedy at the first venue. And all I wanted to do was immediately walk outside and have that after set sig where I just smoke a cig and I talk to other comics and I, I really wanted to. And it wasn't even necessarily that I wanted the cigarette. I just wanted that going outside, shooting the shit, smoking a cig type of thing. And that's what made me miss it. So yeah, I am nervous that if I start doing comedy regularly again, I'm going to eventually smoke a cigarette. Anyway, moving on. The first story I typed in basically, I looked up my birthday in Florida and my grandma's birthday in Florida and typed in Florida man and saw what came up. So mine on October 4th, 2017, a naked gun. Police say a nude drunk Florida man fired weapons. In Key Largo, Florida, authorities say that a naked drunk Florida man wanted to know if his 45 caliber gun and shotgun worked. So he fired them into the air just for funsies, just for fun. Uh, Neighbors heard the gunfire on Tuesday and called the police. Uh, the person, (laughs) he was a 66 year old man and he was naked and appeared to be drunk and he was just shooting the shit, just shooting the fucking sky, uh, his guns while he was naked. So no one was injured. No one was killed. He was just doing some crazy shit. Um, another one. So the other one was on my grandma's birthday, uh, May 5th. A Florida man beat a woman with a conch shell before going to bed. That's what that fucking headline is. Just beat her with a conch shell. Just before taking a, taking a snooze, if you will. Um, so this guy in the Florida Keys was arrested after police said he beat a woman with a shell and then threw her into a canal before going to bed. The woman, who was alive, told deputies that he beat her, threw her to the ground, gave her a toss into the canal. Uh, they found bloodstained floors, bloody paper towels, put in the trash can, and a blood trail leading down to the hallway to the bedroom where he was found just 
asleep. A neighbor ended up helping the woman out of the water. Um, The neighbor said that he heard a really loud splash and then saw a bloody woman laying there. And deputies found a bottle of 34 Xanax pills uh, on this guy. And he was arrested with felony um, of aggravated battery, possession of a controlled substance without a prescription and smuggling contraband into the jail. Didn't know he tried to smuggle contraband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he tried to take the Xanax with him while he's being booked. Okay, that's why. But yeah, so Florida's crazy. That being said, when uh, I was getting a drink with that guy and we were ordering, there was this guy that was sitting behind the guy, Bob, and he was just like open mouthed staring at the both of us and he wouldn't blink. And I was kind of scared because all I could think about was like, is this a crazy Florida man that would do something like wild? And that freaked me out. So that was running through my little, that was running through my brain. But uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was just a funny fucking article that I read. Um when I actually like looked up the article, like how I usually do for the podcast, the headline says penises are shrinking because of pollution warns environmental scientist. <laughs> Which is so funny. Also, cause I've said that like most of the guys in my hometown, I'm convinced have small penises, not just from the size of their trucks that I see them driving, but because, um, the few that I have seen or touched, uh, they've all been notoriously tiny. So thought that was a little interesting tidbit. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're saying that chemicals in our environment, um, and our unhealthy lifestyle practices in our modern world are disrupting our home, home, <laughs> our hormone balance, which are causing various degrees of reproductive havoc, which doesn't just, it doesn't just include small penises, but it's also, um, means that women are becoming less, uh, fertile. They're becoming infertile. Um, so yeah, it has impact on female sexual desire as well. And most recently yeah, on penile length. Um, so they looked at men's fertility over the last four decades and they have dropped 59% between 1973 and 2011. Um, and it's saying that, let's see, there's one part that said that, um, women were more fertile at the age of 35, um, a hundred years ago than women are in their twenties now, maybe not even a hundred. It might've been a lot more recent than that, but I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, but the good thing is that, uh, the pollution is slowly reducing, I guess, or something like that. And so they're exposed to 41% less particulate pollution than we were two decades ago. So that's good. Um, that's only in Europe though. So we still got to work on it in America, but maybe that's why, uh, some of us are like, oh man, I, it's kind of crazy that I haven't gotten pregnant because I've freeballed it a couple times and nothing's happened. But maybe that's just because we can't get pregnant. Hmm? Ever think about that? I don't know. Something to think about. Food for thought. Thought for food. You know, the usual. (sighs) But yeah, so I'm really sorry that this one was short and sweet. I just got shit to do. Um, I started working for my dad, actually. Just doing some extra stuff. uh, Because he got a new job but still owns his business. So I now heat press and make deliveries for him. Uh, So I had to do a lot of that today. And I didn't want to record a podcast yesterday when I got home because I was just in my feels. I didn't want you guys to get in your feels because I was in my feels, you know, like that. No one wants to be in their feels like that. Um, But yeah, so I apologize for it being shorter. But hey, at least it came out on time. You know, at least it came out on time. Yeah, so everybody have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Budcast. Uh, You can find photos from Florida on the Instagram at the Budcast underscore underscore. Um, You can also still buy merch, you know, the usual. I just I just got 
um, uh, orchid budcast sweatshirt and I'll be taking photos because I think I'm going to have a budcast sale um, coming up here in April where you can get uh, cheaper budcast apparel and hats and whatnot um, because, you know, April's a good month for bud, if you know what I'm saying. So look out for that. Yeah, thanks for just... Um, I'll let you guys know if I uh, have coronavirus next week. Okay, bye. I love you guys. Um, stay classy, stay sassy, and stay safe from Le Ronny. One, two, three, four. Hey, come on in. Take a seat. I'd like to welcome you. This here, it's a podcast. The B-U-D podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a smoker. Budcast, it's the Budcast. Billy, 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 butter, 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 buttercups, buttercast, buttercast, budly, budly. The B-U-D Budcast, it's a Budcast, it's a Budcast, a B-U-D Bud. Checking, charkins, chicken, checkins.